The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss discovering and evaluating MarTech solutions that match your business's needs. Joining us is Sean Simon, who is the co-founder of Cogent, which is a consultancy that helps brands discover emerging tech that meets their specific needs, curating and vetting solutions for the Cogent Collective. Yesterday, Sean and I talked about discovering MarTech solutions that solve your business's problems. And today we're going to wrap up the conversation by talking about evaluating your MarTech solutions to make sure they match your needs. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Sean Simon, the co-founder of Cogent. Sean, welcome back to the MarTech podcast. Good to be back, Benjamin. Appreciate it. Excited to have you back on the show and continue our conversations. You know, yesterday we talked about the beginning of the buying process. How do you figure out what your pain points are or how do you read the tea leaves and understand what's happening in your industry to find a MarTech solution that you think is going to solve your today problems and allow you to scale? And that's all well and good. Great. You go through this big, hairy implementation of this big, meaty project, which is going to make all of your marketing problems go away. And then you're done, right? No evaluation. You just hope that it works and, you know, wait for a pay raiser to get canned. Isn't that how it works? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> well, maybe I don't because I want to have a business model. <laughs> well, all right. So maybe it's not as simple as I'm making it. Uh, you probably want to check in and make sure your tools are actually functioning the way that they should. What are the ways that you assign KPIs or do your evaluation for your MarTech stack? It comes back to asking the right questions, which you talked a little bit about yesterday. We built a platform last year specifically to help our members ask the right questions and be able to compare vendors on an apples to apples basis against their specific needs. And in every case, every time a member used our platform to compare vendors, they ended up picking a different vendor than they originally thought they were going to pick. And that was because they asked questions that were forward thinking. They weren't just about the pain point today. And as I said yesterday, they don't always know the right questions to ask. And so we've worked with a variety of vendors in every possible category to compile the most perfect RFI possible, if you will. Now, not perfect, they'll all evolve over time, but they're much better than anything any brand is using today. And so we make that available to our members. And then the members can go into our platform with each question and rank the question. 
how important is this question or the answer I get to this question to our specific needs? And they can invite stakeholders to do the same thing. And then they get the answers from the vendors, they score the answers, and they get a match rate. And they can compare all the answers side by side so that when they have that first meeting with a vendor, they can dig in. They've already got the basic questions answered. They know the vendor generally meets their needs. Now, do they like the people? Do they like the platform? Do they like the roadmap? Do they want to work with these people? And they're in a much better position, not only to make the right decision, but to make the right decision faster. Because now they have data to support whatever they do. And it really does start with asking the right questions. Now, you mentioned RFI. Just for anybody that's not familiar with the term, what does that mean? A request for information. So not necessarily the proposal, but just information about the product and where it fits in to make sure it's a good fit for the brand's needs. So essentially what you're doing is you're matching your business problems with some collected information from a trusted source, in your case, Cogent. And you've got the collective. Now you can get past the, all right, what does this do? What does it cost? What's the packaging look like? What are the features into, you mentioned the people, the roadmap? How important or how do you figure out whether the future development of the product or the people you're working with are going to be a match for you as you continue to scale? So going back to the questions, not to keep harping on asking the right questions, but the process that we developed where there's multiple categories. So for like a CDP, which we mentioned yesterday, there's like a dozen different categories with about 10 questions in each category. The total RFI that we built is 150 questions. And for every brand, they rank those questions differently. So what's important to one brand isn't as important to another brand and vice versa. So they're able to find the solution that's going to be right for them today and the one that's going to be right for them in six to 12 months based on the questions and answers. And then they score them. You can think of the platform as a dating site, right? When you go to match.com or eHarmony is a better one, you're putting in all this information about yourself. And then eHarmony is matching you up to other people that they think you'll be a good match with based on the information you provided. And that's exactly what we're doing with our platform, but for tech. That one lost me. I met my wife IRL before all of the <laughs> dating apps were the standard thing. I actually uh, have a friend who got divorced and is looking for a new partner and asked if I knew anyone. And I had to Google whether swipe right is good or whether it was swipe <laughs> left. Apparently swipe right is positive and swipe left is, well, ugly. <laughs> so aside, when you're evaluating your tools, let's keep this on the dating metaphor, and you start to work with someone, you've gone on a couple dates, you're, I don't know, maybe even moving in together, integrating their technology into yours, and you're realizing that things aren't working, how do you avoid having to swipe left on your tech stack and try to make the best of the solution once you realize things are not heading in the right direction? What can you do to save the relationship? To be quite honest, I haven't come across that problem since we implemented this process because we get in front of all of that. I think to answer the question, though, it depends on how severe it is. You know, sometimes it's better to rip the bandaid off quickly and say, this isn't going to work and move on. If you've already invested a lot of money, work with the company to figure out how you're going to solve the problem. Make it collaborative. Don't put it all on the tech vendor. Sometimes a collaboration with the brand and the brand's needs can be better for the brand in the long term, even though it wasn't what you expected. Now you're going to get something custom built that addresses your specific needs, and that could end up being a better situation than you imagined. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, 
And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Turns out relationships are a lot of work. They are. You have to talk to each other. You have to be open and honest about what your needs are and what your expectations are. And at some point, you have to stand firm on what your beliefs are. Not going too far down the rabbit hole of relationships, your technology relationships and the vendors you work with are the same. If you can clearly understand your problems and clearly communicate what your expectations are, it's easier for your vendors to help meet your needs. I mentioned before trying to find the KPIs for your tech solutions. Are there metrics that you're using to evaluate either the health of a relationship with a tech vendor, the value that they're providing? How do you quantify some of the use cases or usefulness of the tools that you're implementing? It's going to depend on the tech. So what is the goal you're trying to achieve with that tech? So if it's a marketing technology that you're implementing or a marketing partner, then maybe it's conversions or sales or revenue and then making sure that you're hitting those benchmarks. If it's something like a personalization tool on your website and you're trying to create more outfits, let's say you're a fashion website and you want more outfits, better user experience, then maybe that translates into average order value or retention. Does the technology engage the customer more so they spend more time with you and in turn more revenue? So it's just a matter of setting those KPIs up. But to your point about working at the relationships, it's important to set that up in the beginning and make sure that the brand and the technology company are aligned on the goals so that everyone's marching in the same direction. And if you hit a wall, communicate with each other so that you can solve the problem. And one of the things that we noticed in this space is when you work with an earlier stage company, they tend to be more nimble. They're not set in their ways. You, know, you think about 30, 40 year old marriages, people get set in their ways and it's difficult to sort of work together unless you really have done it for your entire relationship. And so I encourage our members to communicate with the technology companies along the way. Don't just expect them to deliver something. Tell them what you need. Tell them what's working. Maybe you were wrong. Maybe you thought you needed something and it's something else now. Tell them that. That's what they're there for. Make it a relationship and not a one-way street and it'll be a better one in the end. I like what you said with the more mature you get in a relationship, the more stuck in your ways you can get. And honestly, the, the bigger the company, the harder it is to implement larger technology broadly. 
And it's more reason why you need to understand the investment you're making and, and truly what you're trying to accomplish when you go into the process of when you go into the process of finding a technology solution. I think the dating metaphor really is one that makes sense. And for some people, they meet, they fall in love, and it just seems to work out. Some people need a little bit more help, maybe even a matchmaker. And I think, Sean, your business seems to be in that matchmaking case. You seem to be in that matchmaking market. Talk to me a little bit more about what Cogent does and what's the solutions and services that they provide for people that are interested in right-sizing their tech stack. So we started this off a few years ago as consultants, right? We built this collective of brands and agencies whom we had relationships with. And after we got to about 100 members, we're about 400 now, we started surveying them and interviewing them and understanding what are their business challenges. And not surprisingly, there were a lot of common threads. And so that set us off on our journey to go find emerging tech solutions that could address the business needs. And we'd find dozens of solutions in a category. We start to vet them out through our own process and partner with one. But what that ultimately led to was a perceived bias toward that one that we landed on. And so we set out this year to build a platform where a brand can come in and say, okay, I need a solution in this category or this subcategory using filtering tools to say, okay, here's the requirements I have. It's got to integrate with Klaviyo. It's got to integrate with HubSpot or whatever the requirement is to get a small set of vendors out of like 7,000 vendors in the database. Here's 10 vendors that meet your requirements. And then once you have those 10 vendors, you can go in a couple of different directions. You could use our backend technology, which I spoke about earlier, and go through a matching process. Or you could just take meetings with the 10. But at the end of the day, you've just shortened your cycle of discovery because you're only speaking to vendors that meet your qualifications. It takes time and work and effort to scale something like this. But we saw a couple of things. Brands were taking six to 12 months to make decisions, right? That was impacting their business. They weren't getting solutions quickly enough, but they also weren't asking the right questions. And so we think we've solved both of those problems by helping them ask the right questions, but expediting the process to make sure they pick the best solution quickly so they can improve their business and start generating revenue. It takes time, efforts, focus, dedication to find and implement the right technology solutions. And sometimes that's not time and effort and even budget that you have. And that's where businesses like Cogent can be incredibly valued for making sure that you are not making snap decisions and implementing tools that are going to hurt you in the long run. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Sean Simon, the co-founder of Cogent. If you'd like to get in touch with Sean, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is ssimon71. That's S-S-I-M-O-N-7-1. Or you can visit his company's website, which is bcogent.co, B-E-C-O-G-E-N-T.co. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even apply to be the next guest speaker on the Martech Podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. 
Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, an I Hear Everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.